Hello and welcome to The Pulse, MVC's podcast to encourage and equip you for your journey of faith and to keep you in the loop on what's going on around the church. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 130 of The Pulse. David Miles here, and today I'm sitting down with the one and only Reverend Dr. Peter Delasantina. Thank you. So, everyone, please be seated. <laughs> Hold your applause. Hey, happy birthday, David Miles. Welcome to your mid to late 30s. Yeah, I've been in my mid 30s, but we are moving towards the tail end of we that, can right? Start, we can sort of add that. How does it feel? Uh, you know, it feels about like it did yesterday, except for the fact that one of our youth small groups came in and decorated my office for Christmas. This is the classiest Christmas office decorations I think I've ever seen. Yeah, this is really nice. Uh, They knew that I really appreciate Christmas, and so I can't think of better birthday decorations than Christmas decorations. And Red and green tinsel. Snow. um, Snow, fake snow. Yep. Little um, miniature stockings. There's a wreath on my door. There's a wreath on your door, and then your your desk was... It was wrapped up in Star Wars Christmas wrapping paper. (sighs) And uh, there's a little Christmas tree hat over there which is pretty great i posted on my facebook page a little video of walking through it so if you want to see that uh check that out wait one more question did yeah. they they also put uh merry christmas on your yeah they put all the christmas stuff in the and, window oh. there so i turned the uh, love the love yeah major love major so love. i cranked up it's beginning to look a lot like christmas really earlier. really it's november uh 7th yeah are you looking around here this looks like christmas. i feel like i'm in a winter wonderland but You like to start, you're one of those guys that starts right after Halloween. I do. I used to be strictly after Thanksgiving. Right. As a sensible. Probably most people are. As one does. As some do. (laughs) This one does not. (laughs) Why? Why? So, this is actually what what, uh, I've been thinking about for a while. I think the reason, and and I could be wrong on this, this is just my theory, but I see more and more people liking to jump into kind of Christmas right after Halloween than I remember before. And here's my theory why. I think the reason, and maybe this is one of the reasons why I like doing it, I think one of the reasons that a lot of people are kind of easing into Christmas a little bit earlier is because there's a lot of gross stuff in the world. Mm. And so my theory is that people are looking for a little bit more time of joy and Mm. love and happiness and excitement, and Christmas kind of provides that excuse. Um, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's kind of my theory. What do you think? I think there's some truth to that. There's craziness in the world. Yeah. Wanting to go back to things that are comforting, but also known because yeah. there's so many unknown. So let's get back to things that we know. Yep. And that nostalgic sense, it's almost like a warm blanket or yeah. self-soothing when you, you know, wrap your arms around yourself and you just sort of hold on. Sure. I see. I can see your point. So, yeah. so moving earlier and starting that celebration of Christmas yep. could be a way that we, as a culture, as a community, are trying to tap into yeah. that. That's my theory. Care. Because I know for myself, you know, Christmas has always been one of my favorite seasons. But I found in in the fall when things are getting busy or stressful, I love just listening to some Christmas music. And that kind of, for me, is where it started. Like, well, this is something, like you said, familiar. It's something comforting. It's something happy. And when you read the news, I mean, the vast majority of what's in the news is not happy, unfortunately. There is good stuff out there, but that's not what's reported most of the time. 
And so being able to tap into some of those things, those those uh, family celebrations, music that makes you happy, thinking about caring for one another, giving to one another. Um, I don't know. I think there might be something to it. Do you need a hug? I'm good. <laughs> Do you need a hug? That youth group has this, hugged me. This is I your mean, hug. This is pretty incredible. And your go-to, I know this, yeah. and your listeners probably know this too, Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. What could be better? Nothing. It's the best. He's the best. best. Is there one album that is like a Christmas album that he yeah. had, or is it just Christmas the classics song. like Christmas song? Yeah, that's the album. Well, that's the whole album. Yeah, yeah I grew up listening to the the vinyl of of that, and uh, so I have that now. That's that's one of my favorites to play. But he is just the best, the and, best and voice. I, I, I just picture you with the vinyl because that's what I grew up with as mm-hmm. well. But I don't have any. But reading the liner notes and. Looking at the pictures and yeah. reading the back covers, and but then listening something yeah. about the analog oh, it's sound. Beautiful, isn't it beautiful? It it's really, really special. Yeah. Uh, for me, it would be uh, things like White Christmas, mm-hmm. call, callbacks to that. And, Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of Amy Grant Christmas growing up as well, so there's kind of a sentimental tie to that. And I will admit a whole lot of Kenny G Christmas as well. <laughs> Kenny so, G, wow. Yeah, that's... Uh, side playing saxophone. That's right. Of yeah. Kenny G. I don't know if I should admit that or not. But Maybe we could edit that part. You know, it's... We're, I'm we're just being open and honest yeah, yeah, here, yeah. so... What about the, what's your fun, silliest Christmas song? Like, do you get into Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer, or do you just fast-forward through those? Those aren't my favorite. Yeah, yeah. But I did, at one point in time, uh, hear a version of the song... Um, Grandma got run over by a John Deere. <laughs> and it was whole play on getting run over by a John Deere tractor. Um, nice. I like I like the classics yeah. though. One of the things that I was thinking about as, you know, I've kind of been reflecting on Christmas is if in fact people are some people anyway are are starting to get into Christmas a little bit earlier because they're looking for a little bit more joy and they kind of maybe view it as an excuse to engage in hopefully some of the giving and the cheer and whatnot that comes along with Christmas. What would it look like for us to do that on a more regular basis? Why do we need an excuse for that? Um, because I think you know you get into Christmas like, well, this is the, this is a time of giving. Well, yes, but why just now? You know, why can't that be? And it is in many cases, right? But we kind of use Christmas. Well, now I'm going to be very generous, and now I'm going to be very kind, and now I'm going to be very loving. What is it about Christmas that? Uh, you know, we have to wait until after Halloween or Thanksgiving or whenever to start engaging that. Why can't that be a more year-long sort of thing? What do we need to do? How do we need to shift our perspective in order to make that happen? Well, Emmanuel is here with us, and he his kingdom is coming, and yeah. he's he's bringing always there. There's always the announcement of good news of great joy. Yeah, remembering that, I think. Our, even our series has been touching on that of remembering, returning. The church in Ephesus need to remember that. And then the church right. this week in Sardis, same thing, remember. Yep. And this remembering of nostalgic, meaningful uh, yesteryear Christmases, there's something about returning. We have to just get our mind right again and again. But I think you ask a, an excellent question that we need to try to answer as a yeah. community. Why, why not all the time? Yeah. Why not? have the spirit of of a, of a loving <clears throat> loving hug and support and care and outreach and yeah. goodwill to all men and women sort of sense absolutely year round and that's one of the things we've we've had conversations recently just in terms of outreach and and what outreach looks like but to really be a church body that is known 
for extending that love and that care and that joy all throughout the year. That's a, that's a, a transformative sort of thing. That's the sort of thing that really can transform a community. And so kind of getting away from Christmas specifically, but just who we are as a church and how we live out what it is that we profess to believe, that would radically shape this community. If we really intentionally lived out a lot of the, the things that we kind of condense into the Christmas season, the, the generosity and the charity and the love and the joy, if we really were intentional about living that out all throughout the year, I can only imagine how incredible that impact would be. It would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, just before I came here, I stopped by Starbucks to mm-hmm. get breakfast, and I put a poster up for all the things happening at church yeah. in Christmas time. So it's sort of the, the first Christmas sure. marker, and some of those things are already uh, on people's calendars. I know yeah. uh, Ginger Jam's already sold out. Yeah, I think they're all, for the second. The first one is totally sold, totally out. sold the out. The second one, I think there are only fourteen houses left, and we just opened up registration on Monday. I mean, that's pretty incredible. Uh, Sean told me the first registration was at four in the morning. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Somebody needs to get some sleep. So part of it also, part of the way I think that we can operate into the season between now and the end of the year is how we model to our community Mm -hmm. with the love and care and buying PJs for kids at Passage Point and all the things that are happening. Carols and Cookies with Rob. A, a calmness, a presence of being very present with the people that we meet with. Yeah. That's something that I, I need to work on because Sunday mornings I, I feel like I'm being pulled from one person to the next. Sure. So finding that place as well, that, that we'll have the place decorated for Christmas for sure, but mm-hmm. beyond the decorations, it's the spirit that we have. The Lord yeah. would fill us with a patience and a, a presence. That's really uh, good. That would be effect, infectious and that would take us out into the world and spreading that that love because it's, it's the message that he's given us the gospel is the good news yeah that god has drawn near to us yeah and not just for a few weeks year round year round well pastor Pete, thank you so much for taking some time well happy birthday david thank you i'm gonna enjoy uh this festive environment for the next couple months and uh hopefully you will consider maybe Pulling out the Christmas songs a little bit earlier this year. What do you think? I'm doing it. All right. I'm on board. You've convinced (laughs) me. I'm converted. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening to The Pulse this week. We hope you have a great rest of your week and that you'll listen to us again next next week for episode 131. Chestnuts roasting (laughs) on an open fire. (laughs) Do you know who sings that song? Hmm. Nat King Cole? Yeah, let's leave it to him. Okay. (laughs)